the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. Pleasant song, James Taylor, right? And here it is, that hook. How sweet it is to be loved by you. Thanks for listening in today. A special show plan. Danny, you're looking valentiny. Why, thank you. Not tiny, but valentiny. I'll take tiny too. Yeah, all that as well. And I inadvertently am wearing a reddish shirt. I hadn't even thought about it. It's just a comfortable shirt, and because it's cold, I like long sleeve shirts on cold days. Yeah. So yeah. So I know we both have this theme. I have a uh, what would you call this? Magenta maroon. Yes, magenta. And a pink hair tie. Wow. I don't have a pink hair tie. No. For good reason. Uh, so we'll get into that in a minute. Um, forecast briefly. Kind of touching on it there. A lot of sun. Kind of windy. 35 the high, down to 14 tonight. Nice night to build a fire, perhaps. Sunny tomorrow, cloudy in the afternoon, high 34. Warming up to 48, if you can call it that. Uh, on Sunday, cloudy at uh, first on Sunday, then some sun in the afternoon. Flyers won last night, 6-2. They're at Tampa Bay tomorrow afternoon at 4. And the NBA All-Star Game is Sunday night at 8 o'clock. Of course, it is Valentine's Day. And... Um, you were saying, Danny, that you like holidays like this, like theme days. Is that correct? Oh, there you are. What are you doing? You're running around. I know. I know. It's a hectic day You got stuff here. going. He left, the, he left the program there. I would, he wasn't even looking. So, But you said you like theme days, right? I do. I love a good theme. I love a good costume. I love the whole shebang. Okay. So I know because some folks on a day like today, like, oh, it's, they can think on either side of it. And like, I, you know, who said it's Valentine's? Like, I know. What, what's the big deal? Or why do we have to do all this? Or sure. Whatever. So. But but that's nice that you embrace it. I think that's yeah. Fun. I mean, my friends, all of my friends, including myself, are single. Okay. So majority of my friends are pretty much mourning the day. They're not happy about <laughs> it. They they you know they're all. I want a boyfriend. I want a boyfriend. Yeah. And I'm like, why can't my love for you as a friend be good enough? This See? is Valentine's Day. It's a day of love. Yes. Love yourself. That's... Love your friends. Love your parents. Love that's... your sister. Love your whoever. See. You're, and that's right in the moment because the time will come, perhaps, hopefully, you know. And if, exactly. If so, yeah, that's, I love that. That's great. Well, Thank and, you. Yeah, and today, so along those lines, we're kind of going to give people an open forum. If you want to share thoughts about Valentine's Day, maybe even at this late date, you have a great idea you want to share with the rest of us, last minute as it might be, never too last minute. My wife and I were actually out earlier today. Um, our daughter, which I'll share maybe more another time, she actually is having surgery 
and we were getting some work done um, in conjunction with that. But we, she, my wife, at one point, we were at a stoplight. And she goes, "Aw, like what? What? Look at that guy with the flowers!" And he's walking, and he has this huge bouquet. And I'm like, "Oh, okay." And then I'm looking over a little further to the left, and it was Rite Aid. So you know, he's coming out of Rite Aid with beautiful flowers. And not that that's a bad thing. It's just it struck me as. Whoops, it's the 14th. I got to grab flowers from somewhere. Could be Walmart, wherever. It doesn't seem quite as maybe romantic coming from a, a, a drugstore, right? But on the other hand, he thought of, you know, his flowers are flowers. Bunny. They all come from the ground. It doesn't matter where you're see, buying them from. See, there's more wisdom from Danny there. There you go. It could be a segment we'll, we'll work in eventually. So, yeah, but really, honestly, that's a nice gesture. So, anyhow, it could be something simple like that. That you have a thought about. Maybe something fun like a story if you are married, how you were proposed to, or if you're the one who carried out that proposal. Or, you know, honestly, maybe you're in a harder season or, you know, you can even share about that or what your heart's longing for. That's fine. And uh, also on other aspects of love, because as we know, there are many aspects of love. Uh, Perhaps the most well-known passage in scripture, one of them is 1 Corinthians 13. I have been to weddings by folks who may not even consider themselves religious at all, and yet the 1 Corinthians 13 passage is very well known. Uh, so we'll probably throw that in. In fact, after the break, why don't we read that through? And there's a song I want to play for you in conjunction with that. We have some other songs that are love-themed uh, on various levels, including God's love for us, but also some fun ones too, just kind of from everyday life. Folks know, like we started the show with a little bit of James Taylor and Danny, another quick little fun thing to throw out there. Just a friend of mine. His name's Rob Posnansky. And uh, Rob uh, is a radio guy. We used to work together. I mean, he, not together, but he was at a record label in Nashville. And uh, I just gave him a quick message on Facebook briefly. And I said, can you come on the show and, and chat with me about the time that I was visiting you in Nashville and your record label was trying to decide what song to release by the, one of the bands he was he was um, representing. Mm-hmm. And so just as a fun little sidestep on our show here, I thought we'd take a few minutes to share for those who like music radio, whatever kind, often how music radio works, why do you hear the songs on the air that you do, and the process that goes behind it, at least it used to. The world has changed quite a bit. Anyway, see, he's in say, uh, Seattle. He's like, well, I got a meeting, but I'm happy to jump on, so probably around the bottom of the hour. Okay. He'll be with us for five or ten minutes just to talk about that and share, and then we'll tie that into a song that we'll play as well. So Good. a lot of fun going on, and we cap off our, our Friday show as we always deal with our Now That's Punny segment, and I understand you even put some work into that. I did. It is a Valentine's Day edition. All the puns are love and Valentine's Day related. I love that, and you know what? I was thinking about that on the way over earlier this afternoon because I saw uh, on the side of the road one of those electronic boards going... I forgot to buckle my seatbelt. I forgot how to do my seatbelt. Next screen went. Then it clicked. Oh. So they were doing the, the people were in the township were having some fun with their own puns to help. I thought that was effective to help, you know, drive home the point without being heavy handed. Yeah. Click it or ticket. You know, instead of that, it was, it was the pun. So that's part of our, that's what our program will be. Feel free to call in. It's 800-560-WFIL on any of those things. 800-560-9345. Or if you want to email, it's Timmy D. T-I-M-M-Y-D at WFIL.com. You're listening to a podcast of The Tim DeMoss Show. Heard weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL.
and at WFIL.com. It's 412 on the Tim DeVos Show. Danny, do you know these songs? Any of these are these songs were on like before you were born. Are you kidding me? I created this playlist. Alright. It's the wings. It's Paul McCartney. It's true. Post Beatles. I know. Yeah, it's impressive. I know. All the songs I'm playing today, all the love songs, are circa sixties to eighties. Wow. I know. Look at you go. Thank um, you. I'm impressed. So Thank far, you. so good. Thank you. Uh so Here's the deal. 800-560-WFIL if you want to call in on any aspect of love. Could be something fun like a proposal you uh, experienced or saw. It could be an aspect of God's love. It could be an example of love also that you've seen. Just something very everyday. Don't have to overthink it or make it this massively big thing. Um, And I want to start off, though, by reading 1 Corinthians 13, which is a very well-known passage, and we'll lead that into a song here. And um, so let's just do this. If I speak in the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I am only a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal. If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have a faith that can move mountains, but have not love, I am nothing. If I give all I possess to the poor and surrender my body to the flames, but have not love, I gain nothing. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It is not rude. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails, but where there are prophecies, they will cease. Where there are tongues, they will be stilled. Where there is knowledge, it will pass away. For we know in part... And we prophesy in part, but when perfection comes, the imperfect disappears. When I was a child, I talked like a child, I thought like a child, I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I put childish ways behind me. Now we see but a poor reflection, as in a mirror. Then we shall see face to face. Now I know in part, then I shall know fully, even as I am fully known. And now these three remain, faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. That's 1 Corinthians 13, 1 through 13. Beginning of verse 8 there says, Love Never Fails. I'm going to put a song on for you called Love Never Fails by Brandon Heath. It's Tim DeMoss Show, WFIL. Love is not proud. Love does not boast Love after all matters the most Love does not run AM560 WFIL, WFIL WFIL.com on the app too. That's Brandon Heath. And Love Never Fails. That's verse 8 out of 1 Corinthians chapter 13. As I was thinking about love today and being Valentine's Day, of course, some folks are fully embracing it. They're making dinner plans, getting flowers, all that, chocolates. Some people are scrambling. Uh, some people are like kind of resentful, perhaps, of the holiday. Like, who said you have to do anything? What's with the false pressure? 
so there's all kinds of those, those sorts of things. And they're valid questions and valid ways you can celebrate, certainly. Nothing to, no reason to poo-poo the holiday and enjoy it if you can. Uh, and, and so along those lines, if you want to share a fun story about love or how someone proposed to you or even just a date you were on that w- that went really wrong, but it was you know, in a good way, so to speak, and I don't want any terribly horrible story, stories, but, you know, the idea, something on the romantic side of things is fine if you want to share something more along the lines of God's love or somewhere in between or another form. That's great. 800-560-WFIL is the number. 800-560-9345. Or if you want to send a quick email to Timmy D, T-I-M-M-Y-D, at WFIL.com. Uh, I'm thinking just in that 1 Corinthians 13 passage for a moment, there's a there's a, just two thoughts come to mind. And again, you can call it any angle you want to or share if you have some thoughts. I got plenty of thoughts too, but I love hearing other people's thoughts too. Uh, right at the beginning, right? It says, love is patient. And then it goes on, says, love is kind, does not envy, does not boast. And there's like nine more things. And sometimes I think, I wonder why patient was listed first. I, I don't think God's random and uh, his words just like you shake it up and whatever and throws it out there. It is specifically, you know, I would think there's intentionality behind God's reason for having patient as the first on that list. And if you stop and think what patience is about, yeah, there's one kind where you just wish dinner would be ready because you're hungry. I don't think it's so much about just wanting something to happen because, you, you know, you, you're eager for it to come to you. But thinking more in terms of between you and other people and think about maybe the opposite. Love is impatient. And uh, are you a person who is impatient with other people? And I, I know I can be. We probably all can be. And um, it's more about, I think, when when something doesn't happen the way you want to at the time you want it to. You can start to have that lack of patience with other people. And uh, I, I, I think about this often because I think if, if it's listed first, not that I wouldn't want to pay attention to the whole verse or all that passage, but maybe at the core of it is instead of putting my desires and myself out front, and if it doesn't happen, I get impatient, I need to be reminded that I actually am not the center of the entire universe, and I have to be uh, putting out as uh, the rest of it says— for example, later on, it says it is not self-seeking. So just a thought about why that was out front. I found it curious and interesting. Um, later in, in the last line of, of kind of that chunk of what it love is, that last line says it always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. And on the protects thing, that verse stands out to me, uh, that word, because I think of it in terms of when you have the opportunity to um, perhaps not share something that wouldn't make somebody else look too good. You know, I like to be candid with people. I, I mean, I like to be, what do you say, a, uh, transparent. So if you and I are having a conversation, I'm willing to share things and say, you know, just honestly, this is hard, and be out front like that. Well, sometimes, and I know other people who are like that, sometimes that can go a little too far where maybe you start sharing things about other people that, Really, nobody else needed to know. may not be like this harsh, direct gossip or something at all, uh, but it just might be like saying more details than you needed to. And um, that word, love always protects, comes to mind for me to be thinking, you know what? If I have a choice to say something or not say something, uh, just be careful that what I'm saying is not bringing harm to somebody else. And, uh, you know, you can always revisit it. If you need to bring it up later, maybe you could. But be careful about how word, you know, how many words you say and who you say them to. And um, 
err on the side of being gracious and uh, and not being somebody who says a little too much about somebody else. You can't take it back. And now maybe you've damaged their reputation a little bit or, or you, you said something that maybe it's true, but did someone else really need to know that? So just some thoughts. Those jump out at me. Love is patient and love always protects. The rest of them are all good, too. So uh, just some thoughts on 1 Corinthians chapter 13. I want to take a short break. I want to play a fun song for you in just a little bit. And also looking forward to a friend of mine. His name is Rob Poznanski. He's a record label guy. Uh, He's going to call a little bit later on in the hour. And we have our fun pun segment to cap things off with today as we mix in some music and your calls and emails as well. It's Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Thanks for tuning in today. Thanks for tuning in to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast with AM560 WFIL and WFIL.com. Nothing, nothing can ever change this love I have for you. Oh, AM560 WFIL, WFL.com on the app too. It's a Tim DeMoss show. Thank you for tuning in. Happy Valentine's Day. Don't forget we're having a big listener party at China Garden in Willow Grove a week from Sunday, the 23rd. We were actually going to do it this coming Sunday, Danny, and then we decided to bump it back a week because we figured if people are out tonight and or, you know, not everybody can go out tonight. Maybe they go out tomorrow or Sunday to have a little Valentine something. I thought we don't want to, you know, crowd everybody's weekend. Let's have it separate. And so we bumped the the the, the, the uh, listener party back a week. Is that a smart decision in your book? Thank yes. you. Yes, good. I, you know, yeah. Good job. <laughs> Yes. So anyhow, uh, it's going to be a great time. We're looking forward to it very much. If you would like to uh, join us, it's uh, very affordable. It's nine ninety five for adults, five ninety five kids, twelve and under, and uh, we'll be there noon to three. So it's Sunday the twenty third, China Garden in Willow Grove. We'll have some prizes to hand out. Uh, Anne, who works in our uh, marketing department, has very lovingly packaged together large amounts of goodie bags that we're going to bring with us that day. And of course, the buffet is lovely and. You can win uh, a buffet, even a table of four, by the way, WFIL.com. Click the contest page and get yourself in the mix for that. In fact, if I remember, remind me, Danny, I want to make at least another one or two winners this hour. You got Fair it. enough? Okay, remind me. Speaking of lovely, since it is Valentine's Day, I was thinking through different songs that have the word love in it and all that. And um, folks may be familiar with the song, Isn't She Lovely by Stevie Wonder, which starts off with like a crying baby and it's a beautiful song and makes you cry, especially if you have young kids and all that. And my sons who um, uh, are now 19, uh, 21 and 19 introduced me to, I'm going to say this wrong, but I'll try it. Sung Ha Jung, I think is how you say his name. He's a musician from South Korea and he's known for amazing instrumental guitar work. He uh, was playing piano when he was a kid. He saw his dad playing guitar and that actually piqued his interest even more than the piano he was doing. So his dad taught him. uh, And then when he had a hard time learning, he just went and looked and studied online, did videos and all that and became an amazing uh, guitarist. He actually did a cover of the Pirates of the Caribbean theme song, which has like 60 million views on YouTube. And that really helped him quote unquote blow up and got the attention of a lot of other guitarists around the world. And um, so he has a, a vision, a, a version, I should say, of Stevie Wonder's Isn't She Lovely? It's just a really pleasant song. So I thought we could throw that in here. And uh, in addition to being a steel string guy and a classical guitar player, he's also done a bunch of other kinds of guitars, 12 string, electric, uh, even ukulele. 
and a harp ukulele and uh, and still does piano as well. So just enjoy the pure pure musicianship. This is I'll spell his name for you: S U N G H A Sung Ha, and the last name is Jung J U N G. He's a musician from South Korea. This is his take on "Isn't She Lovely," an instrumental version on WFIL. WFL.com and on the app as well. That's Sung Ha Jung and the song Isn't She Lovely? Originally done by Stevie Wonder. He's an amazing instrumental guitar player. Check him out on YouTube and all that. I think you'll enjoy his music. My sons were the ones who uh, turned me on to him and got me uh, aware of his music. It's great having kids for a lot of reasons, and one of them is because they help you know what's going on in the music world. And I'm a DJ. I know a lot, but I still don't know as much as my kids. They just, somebody told me one time, and Dan, you tell me this for a second, if, uh, you know, the older you get, it's a little harder to have time, if you will, for music. When you're younger, music's kind of your your thing, or it's easier to be your hobby, where you're just like, you're all over it. I'm amazed how my kids do that. Are you a big music yeah. person? And- yeah. I mean, I my family knows when I'm in the car, I'm DJing. <laughs> I mean, okay. they know when I'm at my friend's house, when we're going out or anything, it's always my playlist. I'm always Put it on some good tunes. And I do all the way from Motown to now. Okay. Wow. So I'm I'm very big into music. Danny the DJ. That's good. Last night I was at the at the dinner table. My sons were playing uh my son Toby was playing on uh, like and making the playlist and had all kinds of songs. And I was like, Who's that? Who's that? I gotta write it down. <laughs> and it, it really it was really I mean, seriously, I'm like, that's a very pleasant song. Who's that artist? And all that. So uh, anyhow, that's cool. Well, that's good. And in a second, I have a friend of mine who's going to join us and share a little bit about the music side of things. Uh, just a quick check on the forecast. A lot of sun today, but a nice day on the windy side. But cold, high just 35. Clear tonight, low 14. Sunny tomorrow for a while with sun uh, uh, clouds in the afternoon, high of 34. Warms up to near 48 on Sunday with a cloudy start and a sunny finish. Flyers beat Florida 6-2 last night. Uh, James Van Riemsdyk, goal and two assists. Six different Flyers scoring. That's nice to spread it around. They're at Tampa Bay tomorrow afternoon at 4, and the NBA All-Star Game is this Sunday night at 8. Our next guest ties into uh, all of these things in a lot of ways. My friend Rob Poznanski checking in from Seattle. How you doing, man? Hey. Hey, Timmy. How are you, man? <laughs> it's good to hear your voice. <laughs> It's been a long time, man. I feel like it's been ages, but yeah, I yeah. feel like it's been yesterday. Well, we keep it. Yes, it's true. We we knew each other uh, and through the three years working, I guess, with, was it Essential Records primarily? What was your music background in the record label world? Yeah, it was uh, Essential Records. I started there, uh, gosh, 97, and then I went to EMI, Sparrow Records, and then ended up running Impop Records for the Newsboys. So, yeah, great. A good run, a good run, let's just say. Wow. So, so just name a few of the artists that you used to work for or represent or get their music out there kind of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was, I was actually thinking about this the other day. I, I represented Jars of Clay, Third Day, Plum, uh, Cademan's Call, FFH, uh, let's see, Newsboys, Switchfoot, POD, uh, Zoe Girl, and then, gosh, I'm trying to think here, uh, Super Chick, Matt Carney, 
Paul Coleman, a, a, a slew of a, a slew of uh, a great artists that were out there. I was I was very lucky to be a part of those careers. Those are great artists. Uh, FFH was based in Lancaster, uh, you know, yes, near Hepburn. Right? Yeah, so, I remember that. Yeah, they were they were up in that neck of the woods, and and uh, we always loved touring that area. Yeah, and one of the bands you mentioned, Third Day, is what brought you to mind for me today. Ty Anderson from the band at the time uh, also has local ties. His, uh, I'm friends with his cousin, uh, Chrissy. And, uh, okay. Yeah, just a kind of a fun little thing that has a local tie in the tri-state area. Uh, but the yeah. band the band Third Day, uh, for folks – well, before we get into that for a second, um, you – when you were at the label, just mention for a moment what your job was or the main roles you would have in trying to get the music out. Yeah, my, my job, you know, it, it, easiest way to put it is my job is to get songs played on the radio. So that was, that was everything I would do. Uh, I would call guys like yourself, program directors, music directors, and, and beg and plead with you to play my songs. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes, sometimes we had great conversations. Sometimes I would leave the, the, the phone uh, disappointed. But, you know, uh, you were always good to me. I remember that. You always played the songs I was promoting, so I always appreciate that about you. Well, and, and you, the, the the artist you were mentioning is not hard. There are a lot of great artists with a lot of great music. Uh, but uh, one of the reasons I want to have you on today, it ties in with the song yeah. uh, I've Always Loved You by the band Third Day. Oh, yeah. And, you know, being, yeah. Val- being Valentine's Day, we want to talk about love from different angles, including God's love for us. And back in 1998 to 2002, I used to travel to Nashville yeah. where you were based. And mm-hmm. I go for a whole week and I would broadcast or four different locations. I wound up broadcasting over the, the eight times I visited. But um, so it, the, the, the trip's purpose, just for backdrop, was to build relationships, really. And right. the, the morning show, which was six to nine at the time for me, was five to eight central. So I'd call you. I'd call other record label folks and say, do you have any artists or I call their managers, however I could, to bring on as guests. It's kind of a, a reverse, yeah, right. like, you know, well, it, some of the artists are going to bed at that time, right? Not getting up at that time. Right. <laughs> so, right. Um, but that was good because then the artists were like, when they'd come over, they're like, what, so why are you here? Because they're so used to the big uh, Gospel Music Association event where, you know, they're being paraded from hotel room to hotel room, and it's a big That's right. kind of a thing. And so it, it's like a big soup. It's hard to remember who's who and where's what. But I would bring in breakfast and they would have a whole hour and talk about so like Zoe girl came in and we had others do that. So oh, yeah. uh, I think yeah. Matt, Matt Odemark from uh, Jars of Clay came in. Anyhow. That's right. But then the rest of the who, day. Who? Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say whoever we can get out of bed at that time of the morning. Yes, yes. Yeah. And I remember having <laughs> breakfast with Jars of Clay at one point, uh, you know, after the show. So that said, um, I'd spend the balance of the day. Uh, trying to connect with folks like yourself to come by the label. I brought tasty cakes from Philly to, you know, uh, I specifically, oh, I, <laughs> I don't know if you remember this. <laughs> I do. I do. I remember a lot of those things. Okay. So, yeah, there's a few moments I remember that stick out and those were it. Well, you had, for, you had people in your office when I was giving you a box of tasty cakes, like they were like gophers popping out of their holes. They're like, what? That's right. <laughs> I'm like, Okay. <laughs> So like, I love your job, Rob. You have the best job in the world. You get to eat. You get to like take people out. You get to have a good time. I'm like, yes, and you're not going to take my job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was great. Well, at the time, and the reason I wanted to uh, you know have you on with this particular story yeah. was um, Third Day, which is a huge band at the time, and they've gone on and had a lot of wonderful music since then too. I guess the album Time was coming mm-hmm. out. This is 1999, uh, 20 right. plus years ago. 
And yeah. you, wow. you pulled me in your office, and you and you. Do you remember what happened with with the music you were considering at that point? Yeah, you know, I was considering two songs, and and I was getting a lot of pressure from the, from the management company and the label. They were thinking, you know, here's the, the song should be. Uh, uh, I've always loved you. And I was like, no, I really hear this song. And it was, um, I kind of remember that it was your love. Oh Lord was the song. It was between those two songs that I was trying to decide between. Yeah. And I believe I pulled you in and I, I I'm not going to remember quite exactly what you said, but I think you confirmed it for the label. <laughs> and you said, yeah, that's the one I went, okay, well, I guess that my job here is done because, uh, <laughs> The song that was picked out was uh, "I've Always Loved You," and and I went ahead and and uh, released that as the as the first track. So, uh, but yeah, that was uh, yeah. Our decision was to always uh, go in there, and you know, I would pull guys like you in because you guys had the pulse of of your listeners, and that's the most important thing for us as record label execs is to go in and you know we want to talk we want to talk to the folks that are actually making decisions on on songs and records and. And when the when the the fans out there speak and listen, so yeah, it was a it was a humbling moment at that time. <laughs> well, and and, but, and for those just tuning in, I'm chatting with Rob Poznanski. He's now in Seattle, and uh, but we we worked together for many years, off and on in radio. Rob in the record label side of things, and me when the music side of things in radio here in Philly. And right. just as a side note to that, so people understand, it doesn't matter whether it's Christian radio or some other radio. Just take a moment and explain because you're you're talking about releasing a single. Um, Mm -hmm. because there are times people used to call the radio station and say they want to request a certain song. I'm like, well, it hasn't been released yet. So just maybe explain for a minute, like what that whole, you know, machination was. So people get the idea of what that means. Yeah, we would. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. We get, uh, we get early copies of the record or the CD and we would sit in our office and there'd be a couple, we would listen to it either by ourselves or we'd invite a couple people in and we just listen to the whole record and try to trying to figure out, you know, how we were going to launch the artist. And there was a you know, team of us that would say, okay, you know, what kind of image are we going after? You know, how are they trying to invent themselves on this album? You know, what, what's their main message that they want to talk about? And so we would take that all into consideration. And there's always usually a couple of songs on the, on the, on the album where it really hits home to what they want to convey as their, as their, you know, what they're called to do during that time in their period of life or what they're going through and what story they want to tell. So you know, there was um, third day was just coming uh, off some. I wouldn't say huge success in the mainstream, but they were getting some mainstream notoriety. They were getting some rock uh, airplay on college rock stations and some alternative stations. Yeah. And they were they were coming back into the. You know, I'll say coming back, but they never really left. But you know, in, in the intense purposes of of kind of where we were at that time in the music industry. If you left the Christian music industry and went mainstream, you weren't, you weren't a Christian artist anymore. Or yeah. if you went from mainstream to Christian, it was, you know, well, should we really believe what they're saying? And so it was a really weird time at that, at that time in the music industry. And, and these guys had some, had a little bit of, of success in the college markets, but they, you know, they were trying to make their, um, they, what they were known for. They were coming back into the music industry and the Christian music industry. And so, what they had released was this record called Time, and there was a couple songs in there that really spoke to where they were, and it was their love for, for God, their love for Jesus, and so they wanted to really convey that back, and you know, that, was the, that was the decision we were trying to make at that time was which song best represents where they're at. And at that time, I think in 99, there was a real big ushering of worship music coming in, yes. uh, the Chris Tomlins of the world, the Passion um, that was one artist I did work on as well that I didn't mention, but Chris Tomlin and David Crowder Band and the Passion Movement, all the conferences were coming in. 
and, you know, of course, me as being a marketing guy, I'm like, you know, it would make sense if this is all happening and worship music is starting to make a, a, a play in, you know, in Christian music market. It should be, you know, <laughs> some of the main form of music, but, you know, uh, we were going through a, an alternative rock time at that point. But, nice. um, you know, I thought this, this would be a great song to really relaunch Third Day back into the market and really get them the airplay they deserve. And um, But Your Love, O Lord, I think, was one that really crossed from where they were at in their last record, which was Conspiracy Number 5, I believe, yep. and then on to uh, coming back into the industry. So, yeah, it was, it was, it was uh, not a tough decision, but, you know, for me, I was like, man, we should go with this worship song. I think it's really good. I think it's going to hit. And I think, actually, that song ended up doing better yeah. on the charts than Your Love, O Lord. So, or, sorry, than uh, I've Always Loved You. Yeah. I think we went top five with I've Always Loved You, and we went number one with Your Love, O Lord. So, um, yeah. you know, I got a little poetic justice in that. <laughs> <but, yeah. laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Well, and, and yeah. just uh, for folks tuning in, Rob Poznanski is a good friend of mine. We mm-hmm. haven't worked together for a lot of years, but we used to work together, uh, him in the music industry side and the record label, and represented many different artists, including Third Day. Third Day has a song called I've Always Loved You that I want to play here in a moment. Um, and, and the story, even the context, so people understand, well, what's the big deal? Like, Because in the end, you're right. They both, the song I've Always Loved You and Your Love, O Lord, both did well, very well. So we were both right yeah. in the sense of that they were good songs okay. to release. But the timing okay. of things, you would know this better than anybody, really, because if I think the conventional wisdom is that if you, when a record label is, is trying to get an album out, they pick the song that they're going to lead, lead with, and they push okay. that out as far and wide as they can because they want there to be some kind of a groundswell, like across the country, what's charting, whatever. What, what page, so we're all on the same page. You don't want Philadelphia playing what they think is good and Los Angeles yeah. what they think is good because it yeah. could be very different things. And then in the end, there's no traction for the album. And so right. the pressure that you would feel, right, is if the first song that you put out does not do very well, the assumption potentially could be by the radio stations, like, this is the best song on the album. Like, it didn't yeah. go very far. Well, yeah, you're correct, and that's you want to you want what we call a swell, uh, something to really peak at the time their album releases. So if we have a release date, you know, 16 weeks from today, then I'm going to start working. You know, what I feel is the is the best song that's going to represent them and and, and going to chart and grab the most attention headline wise uh, to get them to that peak position when we release the record on on release date. So there, there's there's a whole. It's a whole uh, equation that goes into releasing a single. It's not just like, oh yeah, let's just re- release the song and see what happens. There's a whole, there's a whole machine that goes behind. You know, even I would even say 24 weeks before an album releases, uh, we're working like deciding what the message is, deciding what you know look and feel is. You know, getting in the studio, hearing early copies, and you know, talking to the band, putting together some some, uh, uh, you know, videos that, that tell the story. I mean, there's a whole process that goes into it. And, you know, that was really fun. I mean, just releasing it. What, what's disappointing is when you put all that time and work into an artist, like, let's say, you know, like a third day, let's just say that song didn't take off. Yeah. You know, all that work that went into it and all the investment that went into it. And it just, it, you know, it, it flops. You're like, all that work, it's, it's, Street Date is always the most nervous you know, time of, uh, of releasing <laughs> yeah. a CD. And then the week after, when you're looking for sound scan, you're looking for, you know, the charts that come out. And you're like, okay, did we peak? Did we chart? Did we get number one? Did we get top five? Where are we at? Because then you can then lay out your touring plans and your merchandising plans. So it's all, we're all at the, 
if we don't do well, we get a call from the manager that week saying, "What happened? Yeah. What the heck happened? What are we doing? How do we how do we how do we make this happen and turn it? How do we get this thing back on track?" So yeah. Yeah. Um, it was quite the process, but. Um, oh. Yeah, I mean it's, it's it's a great process though. So, but um, yeah, I do I, I do want to bring something up though. I, I, I you know I'm, I'm, I I want to apologize for uh, my Seahawks beating your Philadelphia Eagles this last year or twice. Hey, well um, we got to go, yeah. but uh, Rob, great having you on. And... <laughs> yeah, no, I'm kidding, man. Yeah, wow, what a what a season, man. Yeah, what the, a season. the Seahawks knocked us out in the in the regular season and the playoffs, right? If I'm trying to remember, I'm trying to put yeah, that behind me, yeah, but they, by the same <laughs> score, I think it was so. Um, yeah, it was crazy. You know, Philadelphia is one of my is one of, is one of my other favorite teams that I like in the NFL. So it was kind of one of those moments where I'm rooting for the Seahawks, and that's where I'm from. But you know, really like uh, Doug Peterson and what he does for for that that franchise there yeah. too. So because he, he had one of my friends on, I think uh, a while back, Ben Malcolmson, um, yeah. with his book that he released. So. Assistant to the head coach um, so yeah. for the for the Seahawks. I mean, he works very closely in PR with uh, I think that. Um... You know, I was going to say, Pete Carroll, Pete Carroll yeah. he, you know who he reminds you of? This inside joke, but John Huey, the booking agent, he reminds me of John Oh, Huey. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. He was manager of the Newsboys in uh, Super Chick for a while. Yeah. Rob, it's great hearing your voice, my friend. We want to slip in oh, the song here me. before the show's done, uh, but God bless you. Happy Valentine's Day. Greetings to your family. Thanks, and man. Thanks for coming Appreciate on. That. You too. It's a, great to hear your voice. Yeah, thank you, man. Thanks for reaching out. I appreciate it. Absolutely. That's Rob Poznanski. He used to work uh, in the record label business, and uh, he and I have worked together many times in conjunction with including a band, Third Day. They have a great song called I've Always Loved You. The reason I want to put it on for you today on the show is because it really, and why it touched me so much and why I thought that was the first song they should release, is because it uh, it's it's easy to be a st- stressed out in life and, and worried about yourself and, and underneath really worried about if God loves you. And the truth is, he loves you so much that uh, we talked about John 316 and sent a And so there's no greater love than that. We're going to take a quick break and come back to that song. We also have a fun segment to cap things off with. Tim DeMoss Show again. Live and local. It's the Tim DeMoss Show, weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Our podcast continues. It's 4.54 on the Tim DeMoss Show. Wanted to um, play this song for you, at least a little bit of it. I've Always Loved You from Third Day. And the lyrics, just to open it up here, says, Well, I don't know how to explain it, but I know that words will hardly do. Miracles with signs and wonders aren't enough for me to prove to you. Don't you know I've always loved you, even before there was time? Though you turn away, I'll tell you still. Don't you know I've always loved you? And I always will. When I heard this song for the first time in my my friend Rob's uh, Nashville office, I'm like, this is the song you have to release first from their new CD, Time. And they wound up doing just that. Check it out and listen to the words for you. We'll play just about a minute for you. I don't know how to explain it, but I know the world Miracles, signs and wonders Aren't enough for me to prove to you Don't you know I've always loved you Even before there was time Third Days I've Always Loved You I highly recommend listening to that rest of that song and that album The album's called Time 
underneath, I think we all need to slow down and be quiet and remember and know that we are loved. It goes a long way to being able to live this life. Uh, you know, it's hard to love other people if you don't know your love first. And it's true from God's word that we are loved. John three sixteen talks about that. And so it's a, it's just something to be worth remembering. And I love hearing that song and uh, glad we could share with you just for a little bit today. Want to shift over now, completely different tack here. The last couple of events we have, it's our fine. Now that's punny segment, the Valentine's day edition. Danny, I'm ready to roll. Okay. Are you? I'm ready. Okay, go ahead. What kind of flowers do you never give on Valentine's Day? What kind of flowers do you never give on Valentine's Day? I don't know. Cauliflowers. <laughs> That's cute. I know. I like it. <laughs> All right. Next. What did the stamp say to the envelope on Valentine's Day? Uh, I don't know. I'm stuck on you. <laughs> That's lovely. <laughs> Next. What do farmers give their wives for Valentine's Day? What do farmers give their wives for Valentine's Day? I don't know. Hogs and kisses. Thank you. <laughs> I love that crowd cheer. Yes. And where do the hamburgers take their girlfriends on Valentine's Day? Where do hamburgers mm-hmm. take their girlfriends? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. To the meatball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice job by you. You have one more? Yeah. Okay. What did the painter say to her boyfriend? What did the painter say to her boyfriend? I don't know. I love you with all my art. What would you do with a brain if you had one? Thank you. <laughs> Danny, good job by you. Do we have one more bonus one? Yeah, sure. Okay. How did the phone propose to his girlfriend? How did the phone propose to his girlfriend? I don't know. He gave her a ring. Oh! Cricket! Yeah. Yes, good work by you. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, and also congratulations to Brian and Aston and Sharon and East Lansdowne. We've drawn their names to win a buffet at our China Garden Party coming up on the 23rd of February. Get yourself entered for that at WFL.com on the contest page. Have a great weekend. Happy Valentine's. Jim Maxim, Max 413 Ministries, leads in prayer next. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. Feel free to tune in to the full show each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.